0: Hi guys, welcome to Harmony's War Cry, where every week we talk about what sparks you. We talk sex, love, career, your passions, style, and everything in between. Now, my goal here is to help you guys find your inner adventure and help you live vividly. So let's chase that spark. Welcome. I've got with me Karen Landrio. Did I pronounce that right? You did. Okay. Uh, This is Harmony's War Cry. This is episode number seventy-one, and she is my first official guest on the show. I'm super excited. She will be um, (laughs) uh, telling us a little bit about herself today. And for those of you who don't uh, listen to PK828 and haven't heard anything about PK828, which is my other podcast, I am using what I have. I don't know if I made it up. I possibly did. It's what I call the high five interview because there's five fingers on one hand and I do who, what, when, where, and how. And it's a good way to get a lot of information from somebody uh, without losing your attention. So welcome, Karen Landrio. Thank you. Thank you, Harmony. I'm really excited
1: to be uh, on your podcast and thank you for inviting me.
0: Oh Yeah, you're welcome. So I'm gonna go ahead and get a little bit of a backstory and now who are you?
1: You know, it's such a simple question that at the same time. It's For an introvert. It's extremely daunting So first of all, my name is Karen Karen Landrio uh, I was born and raised in Montreal in Canada So for those of you who don't know exactly where that is. It's about two and a half hours north of Vermont And, um, I, most of my life I worked in offices and about seven years or so I had a breakdown and then I had a breakthrough. Of course, I sold everything. Uh, and I moved, I traveled, I moved cross country to Vancouver and now I work as a holistic health uh, strategist. And I specialize in creating customized health plans for people who are overwhelmed with all the stuff that's out there uh, that lack energy. They know they should do stuff like drink water, but they can't get themselves to do it. So I I help them take actions.
0: (sighs) That's so good. Take (laughs) action. You help people take action. You motivate people. You inspire people. That is why we know each other from Instagram. So yeah. I met Karen through Instagram. I People say what you will about social media, but for me, social media has been such an awesome way to connect with people. And I don't know if, Karen, you feel the same way about this, but in my circle of friends, some short-term, a lot that I've known for a very long time, they've become very uncomfortable with what it is that I do now. <laughs> They know me as, you know, let's go sit on the porch and drink a bunch of booze and smoke some cigarettes and, you know, talk about how shitty our life is. And I don't do that anymore because I'm happy I've done the work. And so I've found myself getting very estranged from people. And it's so awesome to be able to get on the internet and seek out quality people that are really passionate and excited about the things that we're doing. So we're all kind of like this little unit of people that are f- like fly- like f- like flies to shit, for lack of a better term, <laughs> we are coming together, and I just love it so much, so yes, everybody, that's how I met Karen, it was through the magic of Instagram, yeah. and you got just that intro on yourself, gave me so many things I want to ask you, but I'm going to stick to okay, my high five, because I am a gabber, And I love to talk. So before we know it, we'll be sitting here. It'll be 11 o'clock at night and we would have missed dinner. (laughs) (laughs) So now that we know the who, what is the what? Um, The The what of what you do. What gets you out of bed in the morning?
1: What gets me out of bed? Uh, You know what? Before I got injured uh, with my ankle, I know you're a runner too. What gets me out of bed is my running most of the time or just uh, taking some fresh air uh, like it's about me. Right. Like I'm the one who gets me out of the bed. Like, I really like having my own time in the morning. So, I get out. I don't care what kind of weather it is. I go and breathe outside and I move outside. Right now, I'm injured. So, I just walk mm-hmm. and I listen to podcasts or audiobooks or music or nothing. Um, it doesn't have to be long, but that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. And it, like it gets me whatever you want to say, like grounded or just, just makes me happy.
0: So you were, and I totally agree with you because when I'm outside, I can't even contain my excitement. It's like, (laughs) I feel so lucky to have come through some of the things that I've gone through and to now be in a place where I'm making, good choices and I'm really like living inside of those choices it's not something I'm doing for appearance it's not something I'm doing like to tell my jerky boyfriend at the time like oh yeah I'm gonna go to the gym um, you know so he was <laughs> proud of me and I really ever never was fully invested in it you know now I do it regardless like I need to be out in that space by myself or with my dog and just it's like a reboot um yeah, it like, feels so good out. It does feel so good. And I I guess I'm an introverted introverted extrovert because I'm super outgoing, but I I definitely fill back up when I'm alone. I thrive in that. And so being outside, I mean, I'll see like your Instagram posts on your Insta stories and I'll see this beautiful view and I'm like, oh yeah, I totally get it. I totally get what you're doing and that you're out there walking around. So the what besides, um, you know, the nature part and how awesome that is, but what is it that got you to start these plans for people? Like what made you inspired to do that?
1: Well, uh, that's a little bit part of like the the breakdown that happened. Um, Like I was working in the corporate and like I I did a bunch of different jobs. And at some point I was just very unhappy and I became angry because uh, I had too much on my plate. I started taking care of my father Uh, He has cognitive problems and that's been going on for the past 10 years. So um, at some point, you're just like, what am I going to an office for? Like, what is this really? Like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Like, I don't care about what I'm doing. And it was important, but like, I didn't care. And um, like, I just needed to find some joy within what I was doing because going to that job even though it was like lucrative it wasn't bringing me any joy anymore and there was too much pressure to take care of my dad like I needed an outlet and I got asked that one question that you know we probably all heard at some point but I really heard it that time was if money was no issue what would I do instead of what I was doing back then and I came up with three things within like 30 seconds. And within a couple of days, I started taking action right away. Wow. So, yeah, that's, a, that's, see, that's
0: so inspiring. No, it did. You totally did. That's what I wanted to know. Like what got you to the point of where you, you know, wanted to separate yourself from what I call the hamster wheel. The,
1: the breaking point was I was angry. I was right. very, very, very angry. I was, I wasn't sleeping anymore. There was no, like when I woke up in the morning, it was just like, oh no, I'm like, I'm still breathing. I mean, I didn't want to do anything. It was just like, oh no, another day of this. Mm -hmm. And it was really heartbreaking. I wasn't sad. I was angry. And a couple of close people to me actually told me like, I'm like, I'm a bit worried. Really? Yeah. they were worried. I'm like, And that was my reaction. Really? (laughs) Wanting to bite their heads off. And uh, I started to think a little bit more, but not really. Because when you're in that angry state, you don't care about anything. Mm, But that question, it really turned me around. And, you know, like I said, I heard that, that question before, but it hit me. It's like, oh, I can do something else. I don't have to be
0: like this. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. It's so funny. I've said it in podcasts before that I don't think people get the idea of the fact that they're in the driver's seat. Yes. I think people are so, they're they're just in a state of, you know, you do this and then you go to school and then you go to college and then you meet somebody that you love and then you so on and so forth and you end up with the kids and the dogs and the whole nine and you retire. And then hopefully if you, get to the point where you retire, you might live long enough to go on your vacation. I don't know. I mean, I, that's never been something that's, um, no judgment to anybody who lives that way, but that's never been my cup of tea. It's never been anything. I'm from California originally. I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm, you know, my dad's Mexican, my mom's white. I, I just, that my parents are both from different backgrounds. And so I came into the universe not walking, you know, kind of marching to the beat of my own drum because of my upbringing and who my parents are and they fly by the seat of their pants adventure, you know, my mom's a Nationwide pet transporter and that's what she does for a living. She goes to Canada and she goes all over the place She's getting ready to go take two tiny little pigs from uh, somewhere in Florida to Arizona wow paid for it and she's been interviewed by the BBC and it's just so interesting how you know I guess my norm was to just do what made you happy and follow your dreams and you know you might not always have a lot of money in the bank but at least you're not trying to kill people sitting next to you in an office building you know like and so but I find so many people are they're just they don't think about the fact that they're in control and that they're much allowed to do whatever they want for the most part when it comes to their happiness and so that's what I wanted to ask you is your program that you have that you started um, you know because life said you know don't live this life anymore this is (laughs) you're a drone you're a zombie Um, explain to me a little bit about your program you mean what I studied No, what you do what you offer people
1: what I do so (laughs) right now the, my favorite program right now is actually Route 66 because it's an entry jumpstart program. And when people don't know me, uh, that's the best way to get to know me and work with me. It's really, Route 66 has like a sense of fun and a sense of joy and a sense of adventure, right? Right. I want people to see health not as like, uh, like counting points or counting calories or something that's dreadful. I want them to see their health with a sense of joy, like a new perspective. It's all about a shift in perspective, right? Because when right. you start asking different questions, you put yourself in a different state and you're gonna come up with different answers, so you're gonna take different actions.
0: I love that name.
1: So it's Route 66, and it's a plan over the next 66 days, and it's a plan. And a plan is not made to be uh, followed to the letter, but it's like a compass. It's there to support you, to give you a direction. So it's progress over perfection, and it's really to start, like, my process has three steps. So it's first with awareness, like know where you're at, know what works for you, what, know what doesn't work mm-hmm. and then focus on one thing because people tend to, to have like that all or n- not everybody, but a lot of people have that all or nothing mentality mm-hmm. and they quit after three days or they do so much stuff that they don't know what's actually working. And when something happens that's not working, they don't know which one's not working.
0: Oh my God, that's so true. That's why I tell people don't think too far in advance. When you're, when you are setting up a new plan for yourself, obviously you have to plan. So there's some, you know, thinking ahead going on, but don't overwhelm yourself and say, Oh my God. Okay. If I start this workout regimen, am I going to, what if I don't want to work out three days from now? Or what if I, Oh my God. And it's like, Whoa, slow down. And it is, you're right. It is a lot of all or nothing. And I love the fact that you're um, having people look at it a certain way that it's baby steps. It's baby
1: steps. Exactly. And the third thing is consistency. You know, people start something. Like, I'll give you an example. In July, I actually decided to do my own little detox plan. Like, I have the nutritional background, so I know what I'm doing. And also, I followed other colleagues' uh, detox plans. So it wasn't like my first plan that I did, but I was at a point where I'm like, you know what? it's time to reset. Like there's been a lot of stress and like less than stellar eating and I'm feeling it. So I'm like, okay, let's just do it. And I just committed myself to 10 days. And then uh, my favorite naturopath, she's like, oh, great, Karen, you're doing a detox plan. You're doing it for the month. And I went like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) But you know what? She encouraged me. I'm like, "Eh, you know what? I'm close to 10 days. You know what? I don't know about like, 30 days, but I'll do like 14 and then I'll see. And you know what? I, I did it the entire 31 days and I got a little bit of support from her, which was great because, you know, if you want to do something, if you like, once you get support, it's a lot easier, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm still kind of on it. I just realized, you know what? Like, I just need, there's more work to be done in terms of detoxing. And it's not just the food, it's also emotions. And, you know, like I, I got injured, like I, I ran three times uh, since July first, And I used to run three times a week, three or four times a week. So I'm dying to go run. But I'm not because I know that you know what, this didn't happen by accident. It's because I wasn't listening and I did other things. And I'm like, okay, so now it's time to uh, recuperate and give myself a, a body break in terms of that but I can strength other things.
0: So, and I, that's so true because I am trying to make sure that I keep myself like stretched and I, I'm i enjoying running so much at this point that I'm yeah. like, now I'm like, oh God, what if something happens and I can't run? Because <laughs> I love it so much. I'm like, nothing yeah. can come in the way. No. So if I start feeling a little something in my ankle, I'll I'll stop and start walking. And yeah. um, I want you to talk to me a little bit more about, because this intrigued me, talk to me a little bit more about people having a guideline and like something as basic as drinking water.
1: You know, I, I have clients and bless them, but when I hear I, I don't like water, I'm more <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> like, is it a problem that you don't like the taste and we can like flavor it with real food? or herbs or something that you're going to start to like it because I honestly do not care if you don't like water you have to drink it right and it it's like little steps it's like okay why like what's happening that you're not drinking it like I've worked with people who drank like three glasses per week (sighs) that's really dehydrated and so when you get headaches or you don't have the energy or you eat more it's like well try a little bit more water um i mean when you don't know you don't know and it's seriously it's baby steps and it's like little strategies that are going to work for certain individuals and not for others uh, like a, a school teacher cannot drink dr- that much water during the day because they have the kids in the class and they can't leave the, the class. So we have to find different solutions for different people. So that's why I really like working individually mm-hmm. because it, it's not cookie cutter. It's definitely know? not cookie cutter, I agree. I mean, and everybody sweats differently. Everybody eats like uh, vegetables differently. So we're all different. So you can't say eight glasses or take your weight and divide it by 2.2 or something. There's like a math formula. Yeah. Yes, it makes a little bit of sense. So to come back to actually like, (laughs) as guidance, it's good to know these things, but you like I'm a big promoter of your body knows best. Big promoter. I'm not in your skin. I don't know how it feels. Like I don't know when you have like uh, your ankle that it feels a little bit weird. I don't know. I can't tell you, no, no, no. you got to keep going, keep going. And you keep going and then you get an injury. It's like, well, I'm not in, in your skin. I don't know how you feel. So.
0: Well, I think what it, and I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to launch this program in January and I'm doing yes. all the foundation for that. And I'm so excited, but I'm really waxing and waning between, okay, being understanding, being sensitive, but I am very much the approach of like Dr. Laura or, you know, even Doctor Phil, God bless him. I even though he has, I think he's a minor psychopath, but he does—he <laughs> does like you know, kind of call people on their bullshit. And so that's a lot of what I want to do in a program where I want to understand where people are. I want to understand that change is hard. I want to them to know that I understand that change is hard, and it's not it doesn't come easy. But at the same time, I know where I was in my life before. I know what the choices I made in my life before. And now I see where I am now. And at the end of the day, and you probably agree with me hundred percent, it's all about desire and want. I mean, if you think about it, there's not much in our lives that we want for that we don't find a way of getting. And I don't care if that's like my husband's in love with Diet Mountain Dew. Um, and, you know, I could take it or leave it. And does he need it? He probably thinks he does, but he doesn't. And so I think about, you know, I used to drink five days a week and smoke a pack of parliament lights every day so I don't do that anymore and I did I guess at the time I thought I needed it but it was really about what I wanted to put my effort into and so when I hear somebody say I don't like water (laughs) I want to say what does that mean exactly you don't it's like you're throwing a little tantrum no you 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 might not like water but at the end of the day you're what you're telling me is you don't want to drink it That's what you're telling me. You don't want to go against the grain of what you do um, and do something different, but you want to bitch about the fact that there's no changes happening to your body. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I I think you're familiar with the be, do, have concept, right? Yes. So I heard about that maybe a year or two ago,
0: and I'm starting to actually really grasp it. Mm -hmm. And give a brief synopsis for people that are listening that don't haven't heard of it
1: well, you have to be like everybody not everybody most people actually go from backwards have do uh, yeah have do be so I want i I'll, I'll have the things you see I'm really not an expert at this I can't explain it, but i'll have the things when i'll I'll do the things, and then I'll be some like what I want, so in the health sphere, if I make a clear example if I can um, I'll have the weight that I want or be in the shape that I
0: want. I'll start working out when i'm the, when I lose a little bit of weight no exactly, yes, thank you, yeah. yeah, I'll start going to the gym when I lose a little bit of weight. It's kinda of like i you know I clean houses and so. I went to my job today and she, she said, Oh my gosh, I've been running around cleaning. I'm like, I've been cleaning for you for 10 years. Why are you cleaning before I come? Like, I think <laughs> our relationship is beyond that at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's so funny. I know exactly what you mean. They, they, it's, it's putting our, our brain is putting us in a space because, you know, our brain loves habit anything outside of habit is totally uncomfortable and everybody who listens yeah. to my podcast knows I, I say that a lot brains love habit whether it's yeah. good for us or bad for us yeah. um but to to break outside of that comfort zone our brains don't want to do it and so we make up excuses as to why we well my so-and-so is happening and my son, uncle Sal's coming into town and I can't oh well I'll start after the kids graduate college and I'll and it never happens. And it's just, you know, they the desire's there. But at the end of the day, the desire to be better and to evolve into the person that they fantasize about, it, the desire's not strong enough. So I'm trying to find a way to formulate a program that helps them not only with weight loss and, and mental coaching, you know, life coaching and clarity coaching and confidence coaching. Yeah. But I want to help build their desire. I want to help them try and put them, cause they don't know what it feels like for me to be running through that Arboretum every evening. Um, they don't know the endorphin, and they might, but most people I would say don't know that endorphin rush I'm getting, the wind in my hair, uh, corner of my eye, seeing a butterfly, you know, it's it just all of that stuff, waving at the person that's walking their dog, that, that being out in nature, c- have camaraderie with the other people in the park. Yeah. I can't communicate that to them um until they experience it until they experience it right so what i've been doing is doing these insta stories and trying to show my feet when i run and have good music you know you watch them and just try and really get people to understand that oh my god if you only knew how good this felt you'd want to be doing it every day like you'd be leaping up out of bed Uh, and i really believe it's not a matter of um them not being able to do it or people not being able to succeed at a program that's going to better them. I just think the desire needs to be honed and it needs to be nurtured. And I'm trying to figure out a way to go about doing that, which is why I want to start interviewing awesome people like you, because I feel like there's power in numbers and I feel like together we can like conquer shit. You know what I mean? And get people to feel what it feels like when you're walking in nature and you're looking at the sun or, you know, I'm running at the park, whatever I want to, all of us come together collectively and let them want to have that desire and then see results.
1: You know, like our work, I believe it's really, really important because more and more people are getting older. Um, Like I just placed my dad in the hospital, like, uh, like just a couple of weeks ago and Mm -hmm. that's where he's going to stay like forever. So, and I see him, And it's like, we can't, we can't live longer, but not have the quality of life that we deserve. Right. And when people are not taking care of themselves and sometimes like we don't know what we don't know, it's like, okay, but we, we have to do better. We just have to. And that means like manage stress better, eat real food. doesn't mean perfection. It doesn't mean you have to eat like kale and quinoa and like carrot sticks. And I mean, you can, but it's not about that. It's more about really, like you said, changing habits and like believing that, you know, it's going to make a difference.
0: Well, wanting it. I mean, and that's like, I try to tell people this in my Insta story Without I want to be very forward because I usually get a giggle out of people, but I also don't want to come across like a jerk, but I do, um, Like I said, for me, it all comes down to desire and I think that any habit can be changed because when I see what it is that I've accomplished, I told my husband, I was like, this is the long, even though I've been in the fitness industry um, in some capacity since I was 18 years old, joined my first gym at 18, I'll be 44 in October. So I joined my first gym at 18 and then, you know, in my mid twenties, I started working at a gym selling memberships and then I started teaching classes and then I started managing the gym and so I've been infiltrated into a physical fitness uh, environment in some way shape or form since I, my whole adult life and I still have never committed to a program like I have to this one that I'm doing now and it's all just started with walking my dog and it started with one one or two days a week and then it it's now morphed into if I let one 24-hour period go by and I haven't done anything to get my heart rate up for a length of time, or I haven't sweat, sweated, I get stressed out. Like it's a whole new different set of anxiety. And if I can change my lifestyle from going to work every day, stopping by the store, getting beer and cigarettes, and sitting on my porch porch all evening listening to Prince. And now coming home from work and putting my tennis shoes on and going and listening to Prince still, but in a healthier capacity, (laughs) anybody can. I mean, I hate to sound like every single coach out on the internet right now, but it's so true. If I can change my, you know, me being a child that grew up in the bar life, I was a bartender, I still am a bartender, have been for over 20 years. I've been around alcohol and cigarettes and partying and booze and coping and self-medicating my whole entire life. I'm the queen of it. Uh, if I can change, anybody can. That's that's it in a nutshell. And so but I, I. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. You go ahead. But you said it. You
1: said, I'm committed, mm-hmm. and I think that's the that's the difference between somebody who wants something. And gets it, of course, and somebody that just wants something. So it it's about the commitment and the bead you have. If you're not a person that's committed, you're not going to see any changes. You're not going to do the things
0: to have that you want okay I, I, no i know what you mean like make the changes and it's like yeah. I, I just wonder in your opinion and this is a real question on my end like what where does the line end from want to commitment like what do you think it is it's a game changer for people well want
1: is not an absolute like it want is just like i you know i want i want to i uh, want to travel but i'm not committed to travel right now if i were committed to traveling I, I would do different things. Right. But it's just, I want to travel. But I know it's not right now, so I'm not committed to it. But I, like, I wanted to be able to take care of my dad, so I'm committed to that. I moved back to Montreal. Like I lived in Vancouver for three years. I was committed to take care of my parents and I came back. So I like, sold all the stuff again in Vancouver, packed 10 boxes, like, gave a bunch of stuff away, and I was committed. And I'm back here and taking care of my parents on top of doing my, my thing, right? But wow. like the commitment, I can't tell you what commitment I have to running. Like I just enjoy it. Do I enjoy running at uh, like minus 15? And it's my 15. It's not in Fahrenheit, it's in Celsius. So I don't know how that translates, but it's pretty cold minus 15. Uh, like at, at 5:30 in the morning on like, you know, crisp snow, do I enjoy it? There's a little part of me that enjoys it, but it's like, do I feel like it? Do I want that? No, not really. I mean, once I'm in it, I like it, but I'm, I can't tell you where the commitment from, from that is. I just really enjoy it at the end of the day. Do I enjoy it every single day? Well, no, not all the time, but I'm committed to these things. Right. And sometimes I can't tell you exactly where the commitment is coming from. So I'm missing like a a link somewhere, but you know what? It works for me. So I'm not going to ask too many questions at that point (laughs) when it works.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think I've I've been asking myself that for quite a long time, like what motivates me to want to do this podcast and, and, you know, completely transform my life from what I've been doing into a whole new, like set of, responsibilities and you know being a coach is a lot of work I've seen that and it's not it's it's a lot of responsibility and I'm doing it I'm showing up I think I've tried to figure out what my level of commitment is and where it comes from and it's really just genuinely wanting to help people like I like that gentleman I can't remember his name right now that Phoebe just interviewed and he said what gets him going is helping people and that's what that's what makes him happy. And that's kind of his thing and to not quote him, but his addiction basically is to see people succeed and to see people happy. And I, I feel like when I'm laying in bed in the morning and I don't feel like getting up at 6.30 or whatever, I start thinking about the people that want to hear my podcast or I start thinking about somebody who wants to see me run that afternoon. And I know that if I can't get up at 630 in the morning, I'm not going to have time to go run. And so it's I, I think for me, it's just really wanting to knowing what it feels like to be in a really shitty place in your life and knowing how sad and lonely that can be, even if you are surrounded by people who care for you. Uh, I don't want anybody to feel that longer than they have to. So if it means me getting up earlier, running, doing all the things, doing all the work, eating all the salad, running all the laps, I'll do it if it means inspiring somebody.
1: You know what? For me, I remember when like, I wasn't well. Like You're doing these things so you feel better, and then the ripple effects of that. And for me, when I wasn't well, I was not nice to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like the first person I wasn't nice to was me, but I wasn't nice to anybody else. Somebody would say hello and I would like, like bark back. It's like, what's that? You know, that's not normal. (laughs) I mean, back then I thought it was totally normal. It's like, don't bug me. But I mean, it's for me, it's like, it's me first. And I don't know if that sounds selfish, but for me, I remember like the people that I hurt unintentionally and it was like, oh, that's really not good. Like some people, like I apologize, but it it was still like, whoa, you know? And it's like the ripple effects of you being well in your own skin. Oh yeah. That's what trumps everything. But it starts with me. So for me, it's not, oh, I really want to help you because I want to help you. I want to help you because I know the effects it's going to have on your your friends, your family, your kids, your, your cat, your dog. Like you treat everything better when you're feeling okay with yourself and you don't have to be perfect or optimal, but I know what it feels like to be optimal. And like, it's a totally different game. Totally.
0: And you're, I never thought about it like that, but wow. When you're helping somebody, you don't know, uh, the immediate rewards that are happening from that just by you smiling at somebody or helping somebody, coaching them, you know, in a program like you have the ripple effect. I love that. That is, because it,
1: it, that's, but that's why. Like for me, it's me first. Because I know that when I'm good, it just like translates into everybody that gets close to me, mm-hmm. like the cashier, the the teller at the bank, or well, anyways, we don't even go at tellers anymore. But like whenever <laughs> you meet
0: someone, like instead
1: of being, anyways, you got it.
0: No, I and I love it. I love the r- whole ripple effect idea because that's something. I ha- even though I know that that happens, I hadn't really thought about it much. And I love that I'm starting to think about that. And it, I can almost see it visually, yeah. the domino effect of what happens when you're just kind to somebody, not to mention if you're actually helping them like be yeah. the best version of themselves, that's a whole other different can of worms. Yeah. And that being said, I wanna get to the when, of like, when can people start with you? Is there, a, is there can they jump on board anytime? For the Route 66, they can
1: jump on board uh, now. So if they catch me on, um, they can send me a DM because it's not even on the website. The website is uh, an internal change in progress. Mm-hmm. So it's not even there. But if anybody is interested in just, I don't know what, like I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start and I want to jumpstart. And, uh, it's not like, it's just a few PDFs and we get on a call together and we take action right on the call oh nice, right away. And I do a follow-up call and that's it. It's a plan. It's a compass. And at least there's like a couple of steps that people are like, Oh, like I feel secure, but the confidence, the confidence comes from, you know, I'm starting now. Like I did something you know, I just want to mention like the fact that you show up, you show up daily, you know, on Instagram and like IG stories or like now I, you got me on Anchor now. You got yeah. me on Anchor, girl. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. on like, Anchor, hopefully
0: I have like the space on my phone and I did. So uh, you're there. But Anchor's amazing. Anchor has been what Uh, prompted me to finally quit saying oh I'd love to have a podcast and then Anchor came across my path and I most of my episodes were recorded in my kitchen on my porch or in my car it wasn't until probably the last month maybe two months that I've been recording with my like at my desk with my Yeti you know Bluetooth speaker um, my headphones the laptop you know the whole thing and they sound i mean the sound quality's better with my yeti um microphone but anchor's awesome because you can do everything you don't need anything you just and i there's multiple times i've recorded on my cell phone with no headphones i would just go to a parking lot turn my car off and sit there and hold the cell phone at a normal length away from my mouth and i would record they've got all the editing stuff built in all of the sound effects are built in uh, it's, they'll distribute for you. You can even make money with them now. It's, it's, it, and it's a great place for people to start podcasting um, without having to make a huge investment because it's a hundred percent free.
1: That, no, that's really awesome. And also because like, I, I was looking for you on the internet and I'm like, okay. Um, like I found you also on Google. Mm-hmm. So like, I found you a, a couple of different places and I just wanted to be able to like, Easily press, pause, and anchor is great. And now I
0: have you on my phone, so it's even better. Oh, I know. I love it. It's painful for me to, like when I was saying in the podcast I'm releasing today, it's painful to go back and listen to some of my... There's some that I wouldn't even go back and listen to at all because I self-taught. And so... you know, I've started saying, um, a little bit less, but I realize, you know, I've tried to do it both ways. I've done it ad lib. I've done it scripted. Now I just pretty much have bullet points and I just talk when something inspires me and I'm getting better almost every time I record because I listen to so many podcasts. I'm actively watching YouTube videos, reading books, going to classes, whatever I can do, um, within reason to try and be better at this so that I can reach more people because if you're not good and you can't hold people's attention and your sound quality is shit, people Mm -hmm. aren't going to listen. And so, uh, I love that I, you know, just showing up has made me meet you and it's made me now transfer that information that I have to you so that if you want to start podcasting, I don't
1: know about that, but I love the fact that I love the fact that you show up like for me, that's more important than anything else. Of um, course, I need to, to be able to understand like the right. sound. But the fact that you show up, whether it's scripted or not, with mm-hmm. like points, like I don't and I just find you're very conversationalist, you know, oh. like it flows. And like I've listened to several, like not all of them, because you actually like you're at 71.
0: Like we're 71 well, now will be uh, the, the interview with you here will be 71. Mm-hmm. No,
1: but it's incredible.
0: It's crazy that I've showed up. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I can tend to be a procrastinator and it's so frustrating to me, Karen, that now I'm, in love with wanting to do this coaching program and getting my personal training certification and all of these things that now when I don't show up for something the way that I want to, it's not because I procrastinate. It's because I just don't have enough time.
1: <laughs> yes. And I listened to that one with the time management and yeah. I was like, Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot on your plate.
0: right?" There is, yeah. there, but I'm moving slowly moving out of that. And I know that things like, have you listened to Phoebe's episode today?
1: I, I didn't have time to listen to her today. Listen to
0: it when you get a second and I'll, um, we'll just talk about it later over the internet, <laughs> but when we're not recording, but it's, yeah. it's so, it's like talking about how things come to you when the time is right and uh, not really trying to force stuff. And it's a really great episode. I was blown away by it and you'll see it on my Insta stories because I was like on the verge, I was getting chill bumps when I was listening to it. And I was like on the verge of crying for her because it's also exciting, but um, so yes, I I am loving being here and connecting with you guys. And again, I gotta stick to my guideline because I love chatting with you. And if you <laughs> don't stick to the next question, like okay. I said, we'll be here all night. So when we set we figured out would be now and they can start yep. that 66 um jump start program, which is amazing. And I'll obviously put all of this in the show notes. But and so now where can they be anywhere? Is this strictly an online program? Do you do it local too? I don't do it local, I do it online. Okay. I've met local people, but
1: I, I do it online. Like I I hate commuting. I think it's a waste of time. And in Montreal right now, like with the construction and everything, um, you know what? I've done enough commuting in my life, and I'm like, okay, I'm good online. I like the the efficiency. Uh, I do ask of the people that uh, they have a little bit of a quiet space for them because it's their time and it's an like. I don't mean to say the word investment, but it is the one call and the follow-up. The follow-up can be like anywhere. I don't mind, but the call, I want the people to be focused. Right. And like, it's not 20 bucks. Like I want them to pay attention because it's their health and I want them to think of it and it is as an investment in themselves because at a certain point it's like, okay, I've had enough and I want to do this. Right. I want people who are actually going to take the action and not just, oh, let me start something and I'll see. Like I want, I want committed people.
0: That's yes. really important.
1: But I take them from where they, they are at.
0: Okay. And so, so the where's online, that's awesome. That means you can connect with anybody. And that, now lastly, in yes. the high five interview, the how. So tell me the best way for them to find you, get connected with you. All the things, and then obviously I will put these in the show notes for them to be able to click on and see.
1: The best way is really on Instagram, uh, and I check the DMs. So and I respond to all the DMs. Like I'm, i not, I don't have like a huge following, so right now it's very easy to do that. And um, like my, like I said, my website is a work in progress. It keeps changing, and the Route sixty six isn't even on there. But if they you know, they want to see me um, in videos. Like I did host uh, like 52 videos before on YouTube. So like, I'm, nice. You know, I, I can um, like open the channel for a few videos so that it, they have a better idea uh, of how it is to work with me and how I speak because they need to understand my accent. So <laughs> I love
0: that. Okay. So instant, what's your user handle on Instagram?
1: It's my name, Karen laundry
0: okay and i'll put like i said i'll put that in the show notes and are you on facebook
1: i am but i don't do anything with it so uh you know if people go check me out on there they won't find much so that's why i say instagram um and if they are on facebook they can private message me on facebook you see i don't even know like the wording on facebook direct message or i don't know Um,
0: It's basically messenger and um Side note, if you want any help with that ever, that's kind of my area of expertise is I just started Thrive Media. Yeah. So I help people with social media management. I help them understand the differences between um, all of the different platforms, which ones I think, depending on what their service or business is, what would benefit them best because there's a lot of people that are on, you know, putting a lot of time and effort into platforms that they don't need to be on. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that like, I feel like a company like yours and what you're offering would be stellar on Facebook. Um, it's because uh, it's people can have, ac- they'll have access to you, even if you just started it as a group. Um, Mm -hmm. but we can talk about that another time (laughs) because I love the internet is once I've learned so much more about the algorithms and how they operate, Mm, finding people. And it's become like, um, really interesting to me because it's almost like the more I learn, the more I want to learn because it's a bottomless pit and it's ever changing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, great. So I've got all your info. I appreciate you coming on and doing this high five interview and being my first official, Harmony's Warcry interviewee. I'm so excited. And as I said in today's episode, um, well, it's not today's episode if you're listening. Last episode, which was episode 70, uh, I'm changing the name. I'm rebranding everything. So I'm coming up with, and I'm going to let the social media world kind of come in and be a part of that because I oh, feel Oh, cool. Harmony's War Cry is awesome. And I love that name, but I feel like I want something similar to your Route 66, like that just summons an image. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, Harmony's War Cry, a lot of people are like, what is that? Who's Harmony? Is she a person? You know, it's just pops. I think it brings up more questions than it does answers. So hopefully you can be a part of that too. Um, But I appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much. I'll put all your info in the show notes and I will see you online. And guys, thank you so much for showing up and listening to episode 771 with Karen Landrio. I will give you all her notes and information on Facebook and the Harmonies Warcry podcast community. If you're not a member, go join. And as always on Instagram at sparklymedia or Gmail, harmonieswarcry at gmail.com.